Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. The 1980s are now calling to ask for their foreign policy back. He's got to be stopped, and I have to stop him. Back up, put the gun down, and give me a pack of tropical fruit bubblelicious. This is the Brian Suits Show. Elon! Elon! AM 770 KTTH. It's your Wednesday, and uh, Brian Suits here with all kinds of stuff. Some of it very ominous and depressing, but uh, that won't stop me from passing on to uh, the rest of you. And some of it very uplifting, very life-affirming and uplifting. Like, years ago, I bought a human skull. What do I do with it? And other listener emails. Uh, we'll get to that. And uh, more right after this. Uh, uh, Brian sits here with producer Greg. Let's uh, get you to work with her right-way traffic. Hey, good morning. It is your Wednesday, the 20th of July, 2022. Brian Suits here, uh, producer Greg. So did you watch the All-Star game last night? Or just... I, I watched a lot of it, a fair amount. Uh, I watched the first couple innings. You know what I did not know uh, until I had never, the one Fox play-by-play guy, never heard of him. He must be an East Coast guy. I didn't know either of them. Yeah. But um, they were fine. And the the pregame show with the Big Hurt and Big Poppy is always really good. They honored Jackie Robinson. They had Denzel Washington out on the field, which I thought what he said was fine. But I always get annoyed when someone's giving any kind of speech and the producers play music underneath it. Yeah. Like, you're telling me how I'm supposed to feel about what's being said. Like, let me decide for myself. Especially, actually, with, with. And that go, go. And I'm like, I got it. It's supposed to be inspirational and hopeful and wonderful. But I don't want to be that guy, but... Uh, uh, but I mean, you're going to be. Jackie Robinson, aren't they, like, honoring the living crap out of the guy? Like, for the last... I mean, I understand 2017, because it was... Uh, well, it was something like... It was hit- 70th anniversary of 1947 and, and, and all that. But, I mean... Uh, and I get, I get that there's that, you know, Jackie Robinson Day and everybody in the Major League swears 42. They were celebrating Rachel Robinson's 100th birthday. His, his widow, yeah, yes. and I, uh... <laughs> Why are you going to be a party pooper, Brian? I mean, I don't know. Is it too soon for Lincoln jokes on that? No. I, uh, anyway. No, but it was also a great game and very cool to have the players mic'd up on the field. Really awesome. That was to, nuts. Talking right? to a pitcher on the mound about batter. what are you going to throw next. Yes, and then you, you hear the batter's inner monologue because he's talking to the announcers. He's like, oh, I think he's going to go low and outside with this one. It's just very, very fun. How do they not swear? I mean, that's the first thing I thought of was how much delay is, is on this. But yeah, if you didn't watch the, any of the All-Star game, everybody was mic'd. And and then they were talking to some un- Toronto Blue Jays catcher who was not on the radar, and someone went to Mexico to look at another catcher. They saw him. I forgot the guy's name, but but uh, they're talking to him. He hits a single. He's on first base, and and they're talking to him, and and he's going, oh, uh, yeah, that's a, blah, 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 blah. well, that was a great hit. Let me. Are, uh, what about ball placement? Did you did you want to put that between uh, short and second because that looked like it was surgery? That was amazing. <laughs> it didn't always work flawlessly. And instead of just simply saying, "Okay, we're having some mic- some sound problems," 
They just kept talking to the guy. Keep going with the bit. <laughs> it was, yeah, I mean, they did talk to Julio Rodriguez, the Mariners, Julio Rodriguez in the eighth inning while he was in center field during the game. Is this the year, Julio, that the Mariners make it back to the postseason? Oh, for sure. I feel like uh, that's all we are shooting for. That's all we are working for. Let's and go, we're, Yankees. We're writing something cool right now, and I feel like everybody is on the same page about that. Everybody's pulling towards the same direction. So uh, I think it's going to be pretty exciting at the end of the year. And then the very next pitch. Hey, how did your way, man? It's got some air under it. I'm going to play this. Julio makes the catch during the interview. So cool. It was a very easy catch. It was a tomato can. It's still fun to see him run towards the ball and be mic'd up. Um, Yeah, I wonder how it it must have been tiny uh, wireless mics or something. Yeah, kind of like the ones the Astros used to use to steal signs. Um, So so, uh, anyway, it was... It was, it was cool. It looked hot as uh, as ass in in LA. And what do you think of the unis? The the sort of not quite black, but very very dark gray with gold, and then the white with gold. Ugly. NL with the white. Uh, maybe really this was. is an unpopular opinion, but I thought they were fairly ugly. Yeah, they played a little too much on the. It's Hollywood. No, it's, I, I, uh, look at the boobies of the Hollywood. This and, and just I like baseball. the bright and bold colors of the the Griffey Junior. All Star years way more than dark grays. Uh, no, I was not a fan. Um, <laughs> the fashion icons here we're, reviewing the uniforms on the air. Uh, yeah, we're we're um, trying to find audio. If you if you missed it, uh, it was I guess it was yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for some reason, they're still protesting at the Supreme Court like they don't understand how these decisions are permanent. Um, but uh, anyway, a bunch of Congress people were part of a protest at the Supreme Court, and uh, half of the squad were there, Rashida Tlaib, who's a decidedly loathsome individual. And then there's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's nice to look at. It's, it's just that then she opens up her, uh, her word hole. Um, and and they were performatively getting arrested because they were violating, you know, they were uh, protesting without a permit. They were part of that. And they had to be led away by Capitol Police. And they all faked like they were being handcuffed. And I mean, I, I, if they had announced beforehand, yeah, then as we walk off, we're going to fake like we're being handcuffed. I mean, to what purpose? Because even the most cursory photographs showed that she was holding her hands behind her back like Robert Oppenheimer, you know, walking around New Mexico contemplating the A-bomb. AOC is not a great congressperson, but she is great at understanding social media and the news cycle. But here's the thing. She's savvy enough to know that photos are going to be snapped of her being escorted away from the Supreme Court by police. So she puts her hands behind her back, knowing that, oh, there's going to be still shots making the rounds on the Internet that are going to look like I'm being handcuffed. But she's not savvy enough to know that videos are also taken of the occasion. And it's clearly going to expose her for being a fraud. I was looking for the audio on Instagram. She, I guess she addressed it and she came back and. And and said it was um, it was symbolic. It was symbolic of our the struggle for our bodies or whatever. She said, "If I was really faking it, why would I have raised my fist?" Well, because you forgot in the moment that you were faking it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Um, uh, half of her Instagram feed are makeup tips. I, I, I'm not making this up. I mean, if you're if you're wondering, no, there's a deep intellectual there behind uh, Sandy Cortez, 
and half of her Instagram feed, not... not if you have not her Instagram this. account being pulled up... It's waiting on some folks to join in, um, <laughs> it's her, but it's her just live. saying hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, we'll get Happy back in. Happy Thursday. It's, it's like Thursday, she's really right? busy. Yeah, it's Thursday. Yeah. So she they do a lot of hard work in Congress. Um... <clears throat> So a lot of irons in the fire today, uh, some some breaking news out of Europe, the European Union, the, the EC, the European Commission, <clears throat> which is um, sort of the steering committee of the uh, the EU, uh, have informed all the European countries, uh, you might want to conserve the natural gas till further notice. <laughs> and so the, the uh, in, inherent, Weakness, the inherent lack of wisdom in relying on a dictator, at least for the past 20 years, for your heat and energy is finally coming to a head and they're having to deal with it. <clears throat> um, and and uh, I forgot, what's the season after fall? It, it, I, have you ever been to Europe, Greg? It begins with a W and rhymes with splinter. Um, and it, it gets cold there, doesn't it? Do they have snow in Europe? They invented snow cold. in Europe. I mean, the area in the land where they invented skiing. Winter is coming. Um, and this is where the, 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 the Russian trolling from a month ago, where they photoshopped Putin's head on, uh, who was the guy in Game of Thrones who was on the wall? You know, he was exiled. He the at, watchman on the wall? He, at the end, he was the guy, he was the king or whatever. But there's an iconic picture of him in his, you know, fur coat holding his sword. Um, and and this meme that went all around uh, Russian Telegram and Russian Facebook, VK and all this, about two months ago, a month, two months ago, I, I, I retweeted it, the, uh, the picture. They knew what the hell they were doing. I mean, everybody in Russia knows what they're doing about you know, in regards to the next six months. And they did this winter is coming meme because winter is coming with Jon Snow. Uh, Jon Snow. That's right. Yeah. And then, and then he stabbed the mother of dragons and the, and so by the way, spoiler last season sucked. That's a spoiler there. Uh, (laughs) Don't watch it. So, so um, they know damn well that Europeans like heating their kids. Now the French are over it. That's why they have ninety percent ninety percent of their electricity generated by nukes. Um, and and so, you know, if you're a French kid, you're 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 going to be uh, warm. Uh, if you're a German kid, have mommy and daddy have Muti Unvati adopt eine Hunde, or several several dogs, several large warm dogs. For the winter, it's it's uh, back to the past, is what it is. European countries being asked to curb their consumption of natural gas by at least fifteen percent until next at, spring, at minimum, to avoid energy shortages. Because you know why? Routine maintenance. The Russians are hiding behind routine maintenance. Uh, it, it gets wackier, believe it or not. Also, uh, the, exactly the kind of people you would hope get sterilized are now getting sterilized, and. What about that human skull you bought years ago? What should you do with it? That and uh, and more. And the surprising past of uh, human human skeletons uh, in American history. Uh, AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right-way traffic. AM 770. Long ago, I bought a human skull. What should I do with it? 
Uh, not an email to me. It's uh, to the uh, New York Times. Uh, by the way, AM770 KTTH, Brian Suits here. And uh, with producer Greg, I, I would love to get this email. But um, in the 1970s, as a middle school science teacher, I bought a preserved human skull from an educational supply company. I did so in part for my own and my students' education and wonderment, and in part to have a fascinating conversation piece that I could put in my mantle. At the time, this was entirely legal. Since then, statutes have oscillated between permitting this commerce and human remains and outlawing it, though it has remained largely legal. <laughs> so anyway... I think they grandfathered in Grandpa, if you know what I'm saying on, on that one. Uh, anyway, what do I do with it? This no longer seems like an anyway. I haven't read the New York Times answer. to the, As I age, I feel the pressure to do something. My adult children have made it clear they do not want to inherit the skull. <laughs> it seems I have a few choices. Let the skull sit at the lab. Respectfully dispose of it myself without further investigation or donate it to a school for educational use. Anyway, this is a real story in the New York Times. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. So this is a, where where do they get, you know, real human skeletons for medical schools and all that? Well, um, it, there's companies, there's medical supply companies in India that will uh, get your commitment before you croak. And they'll prepay you. For your skeleton. I think I'm going to go by way of cremation into the next life if there is one. I, I don't I don't want my remains either rotting or being sold yeah. so the New York Times can write stories and, about my skull. And pawed and <laughs> handled by middle school kids. Dust to dust. The human skull. You know, he's eight pounds. You mocked uh, being uh, killed by a grizzly the other day. Uh-huh. But wouldn't that be a great way to go? I mean, at the very end, no. it would it would suck. But uh, no, no, the whole thing would epic suck. Story. No, but the grizzlies have fun with you before they kill you. It's not a yeah. swift, easy, quick death. Yeah, they, they, they mess they around, around with you. Yeah, that story yesterday from uh, from uh, Montana. Uh, the, so the, the this this woman, uh, she's on a bicycle tour. Uh, she's sixty five. She's with a couple other people. And there's a bear in the neighborhood. She she hears him through the tent, um, and so they she yells, "Bear, bear, bear!" Everyone wakes up. They bear spray. It, it runs away, and uh, so there's a room or a cabin or something. So she puts the food in the cabin, forgetting entirely that she is also food. To <laughs> what's food to her? Her her beans and rice. Um, uh, it's not food to the bear. She's the food. And then the the other couple say, hey, we're going to get in the hotel. You're welcome to sleep on the couch. Why don't you get in the hotel? And she goes, no, I'm fine here. He's probably scared off. No, he's wiping bear spray off his butt. And he's going to come back and not only eat you, but exact revenge upon you for, for being the kind of food that kicks back. And I guess this is the season uh, for bears eating humans. Did you see the story out of Russia where bears ate a wealthy couple and a pilot after their helicopter crashed no. in the wilderness? Yes, no joke. They were taken away, <laughs> killed, eaten. And then uh, from Newsweek, a paragraph about six lines down. Bears do not usually seek out humans to eat. They usually eat plants, insects, fish, and other small animals. Unless and my question is, did a bear write this? A spokesperson for bears said, we deny any and all. Yes, that, exactly. And that's the thing. You, you go up right now, go up to Suquamish Pass, go up to Exit 48, go to Rainier. Uh, it, it's late July to you and me. It's all nice and warm. When it's warm is when the bears are fattening up for October and November. Weird how how they can look further ahead than most human beings. 
And they're up there eating. Because right now, the Cascade blueberries are terrific. They're yummy right Wonderful. now. Wonderful. They're uh, uh, but good luck because if mom's up there with her two kids, I or I should say cubs, then um, you're you're a bit screwed, blued, and tattooed uh, on that. Just stay the hell away. But yeah, that, that's where I, I got to say, uh, if if the encounter is that you smell it outside your tent and you got it to run away, get the hell inside. Never ever when you're out in the ocean. Off of Oregon or or, or California, re- n- never forget you're the food. <laughs> and when you're in the Cascades, when you're in the Rockies, you're the food. Um, and then when you're in uh, what is it, Churchill, Manitoba, where the the largest predator in North America that and, and the one that will stalk human beings is the polar bear. And so uh, stay in the bus <laughs> is the uh, the uh, the word there. Uh, <clears throat> what president had a human shin bone as a letter opener on the Resolute desk? Truman. You're one off. F- Eisenhower. FDR. Ah, I went FDR. the other way. Um, somebody from the U.S. Navy uh, 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 desecrated uh, the corpse of the honored dead of a Japanese soldier, took a shin bone, cured it, dried it, and sanded it down until, until it had a very, very sharp edge, mailed it to FDR. You think that would fly in this day and age? Oh, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was 1943 again that we were at war. Whoops. Uh, no. But uh, he he did. And then well, there was some discomfort, even in 1943, 44. Uh, and, and, and so I don't I don't know whatever happened to it. But but there's photograph. He had a Japanese shin bone as a letter up there. There's, there's your FDR. Um. <clears throat> A, um, a, a, a speaking of uh, get get a dog for the winter or get a bunch of dogs. A uplifting story about the greatest dog breed there is. The one that will save your life. Uh, right after this, uh, AM seven seventy KTTH. Also, uh, the the Bellevue Transit beating. That that story it was tragic to begin with. It's gotten even worse. And the more you find out about the guy in custody for the beating and why he was out in the first place it should enrage you uh I'll, so we'll start your outrage here in just a second let's get you to work with our by the way am sun something ktth brian sits here with producer craig let's get you to work with our right way traffic Hey, I'm some somebody KTTH Francis here. Whereas yesterday felt like there was a dearth, a dearth of news. Today uh, there's a plethora, the opposite of, of, of a dearth. Uh, however, be here tonight in the five o'clock hour. Jason Rance is going to talk to the nephew of the Bellevue Transit uh, beating victim, who, who, by the way, beat brutally. Uh, back on, uh, I think the Sabbath, about, about a week and a half ago, died. He died. Um, and, and the the 25-year-old who is in custody on $750,000 bail or, or whatever, just um, not only did he just get out of prison, uh, but the, the beating was uh, just astoundingly brutal. Um, and this is a guy, this is a, 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 a man in his sixties in a wheelchair, an amputee. And 
Gabriel Vargas Garcia, the 25-year-old, just beats the hell out of him <clears throat> um, until he falls out of the uh, the wheelchair and then literally stomps, um, kicks him and stomps on his head. And his shoes were so bloody, and, and, and his shoes were so bloody, he took them off and left them there and then tried to get on a bus. Uh, the bus is out of service. He gets off and he's walking down the street. Bellevue police captured the guy, and but there's there's bloody shoes. Uh, uh, when when Bellevue PD got to the transit trans center, the um, uh, the victim, the 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 dead man, now sixty uh, three year old man, uh, didn't have a pulse, and they had to defib him. Um, and the the guy who put the beat down on him just got out of. Uh, prison. Yep, on July eighth for a sexual assault conviction. Yeah, and and what's what's crazy? What's crazy about what he went in for was he was. This is a guy in twenty nineteen. Uh, he he was arrested in no- November of twenty nineteen for second degree rape, uh, plying a sixteen year old girl with alcohol and raping her. Uh, while in jail, he experienced his first psychotic episode. This is when he's twenty three. Uh, later diagnosed with schizophrenia and methamphetamine use disorder. Uh, so he pleads guilty uh, in May to a reduced charge of third degree assault and sexual with sexual motivation. Uh, so so in June last month, he's sentenced to 15 months in, in jail. Oh, but he gets out July 8th because time served. Another absolute failure of our system uh, to uh, work. The justly. psych system. The criminal justice system, you know, the whole thing. And, and the, the dead man, the 63-year-old man, uh, he, by the way, the point I'm making that I'm getting to, uh, that I'm lurching towards, is that Jason Rance is going to talk to his nephew um, today at 5 o'clock, who, who talked to Cairo TV and, uh, and stuff like and uh, yesterday. But but the the uh, supposedly King County just bends over for the most vulnerable amongst us and the, and the whole thing. Well, yeah, a 63-year-old man, an amputee, beaten to death by a crazy person, by a lunatic, who should be spending years in prison before he kills a 63-year-old uh, vulnerable man. Um, Cairo, uh, with, with Cairo TV, with the, uh, a little bit of the story uh, last night. It's just so awful. They had every intention to see him here at Harborview today. They really thought he was going to make it, but it never happened. And as they grieve uh, for him tonight, they are also furious, saying and uh, believing that the suspect was released from prison only two days before this savage attack. Such a peaceful guy. He never bothered no one. He just wanted to be by himself. He didn't even want the state to be in his bed. Just let me just relax. Hamilton Carter is as devastated as he is furious. No one can tell me in my life that this deserved to happen to you because you walked outside and slept on the side of the street to go to sleep for a minute. So uh, that's Hamilton Carter. That's uh, who uh, the nephew of the victim of the uh, deceased man, the 63-year-old amputee in a wheelchair that, um, that uh, Mr. Uh, Vargas Garcia beat to death. Uh, and he'll talk to Jason Rance at five o'clock uh, today on KTTH. Um, uh, so g- getting getting back to the Ukraine because it was a, a bit of a, a crazy story. Um, <clears throat> Europe today, 
Okay, approximately the population of the United States, minus France because they're nuclear, and believe me, they will be charging you for their electricity um, come, come the first snowfall. But around a, a little over 300 million people have been told today, eh, your countries might want to start conserving energy. Well, in, in Europe, kind of like here, they use this electricity uh, to make stuff. Uh, like your Volvo, uh, your BMW, your Mercedes, uh, or or your your crap box, um, but th- they utilize this electricity. They also use it to cook their food, warm their children, all of it, right? And it it was it was such a put on because the the Russian Gazprom authority that uh, that runs the Nord Stream. One uh, gas pipeline that delivers the gas to to Europe. Uh, they said, "Oh, phew, we're having maintenance problems." Oh, look at that! Oh, wow, those sanctions have kicked in. Uh, well, because we don't tie absolutely everything together in one big knot, um, uh, so uh, don't worry, we won't take it personal. Oh, look at that! Routine maintenance on the gas pipeline. I know that you're you're pumping gas below ground so that you'll have it in reserve for the winter. But we're going to have to uh, throttle down to about 40% normal delivery. That's been the last three months of reality, right? And then they said, oh, man, one of those crucial turbines at the compression plant, it's gone down. Whatever are we going to do? <laughs> so uh, so this, this kabuki went on where the only place that can repair the turbine is in Canada. And the Canadians said, uh, well, we believe in sanctions and we can't literally we can't do that for Russia right now because of the sanctions. So the company that made the turbine Siemens in, in uh, Germany, they said, uh, it's a German turbine. Uh, but see, they've delivered it to Germany full of Germans. So now now you can repair. So the Canadians take the turbine to Canada. They fix it. They return it on July 17th, you know, three days ago. Uh, and now it's kind of like the coyote and the, sh- the, the and the sheepdog cartoon, the wolf and the sheepdog cartoon, the Warner Brothers one, where they clock in. They're like, oh, okay, well, that didn't happen. All right, now uh, you may have this turbine back, which you purchased uh, years ago, and and uh, so we're not violating any sanctions. So now now they they put this back on, and and it was it was funny because the Russians implied because they've never officially acknowledged this. But they implied it might have been the CIA hacking the turbine like they did in the 80s. And so so there was a lot of this, so, hey, don't blame us. Talk to the CIA. Uh, remember, they did that in the 80s. And, and most people were, you know, uh, you have to go really deep in the weeds to know what the Russians were talking about. Um, and, and I think... Uh, if if you go back a couple months uh, with me, I, th- I think I told the story. Did I tell the story, Producer Greg? Which one? The Reagan and the natural gas. Uh, you did, but give me an uh, in summation. When Reagan became president, he got the news. That, I mean, most Americans were unaware of this, that more every country but Canada and the United States, every country in NATO relied on Russian natural gas. And Reagan said, you've got to be effing kidding me. And they said, no. And he said, how long has this been going on? When, when are you going to get off of that crap? What, what, the, what the age? 
and uh, the Germans and everyone said, ah, what are you going to do? It's cheap. Um, and, and Reagan was like, well, what if they invade? What if there's a war with the Warsaw Pact? You know, you're going to be freezing. And so Reagan very quietly told the CIA to sabotage the Russian natural gas pipeline that brought natural gas from Siberia um, uh, west. And because as it turns out, uh, the Russian pipeline relied on GE turbines. And we were selling the Russians GE turbines so that they could do their, their evil commerce um, and, and uh, make Deutschmarks and, and Lira. These are all currencies that used to be used in, in, at that time in the 80s. And, and Reagan said, that's crazy. But if they're stupid enough to, to come to us, let's, let's put software in the turbine. Well, he, you know, he said, what can you do? And the CIA said, we have a cunning plan. We're going to serve the Russians the devil's lunch, and so they put a uh, they put a glitch uh, in the turbines so that they would hiccup and they would cause compression down the line and they would blow up, and they did, and it worked phenomenally, and it pissed the Russians off that they relied on on GE. So anyway, the Ru- the Russians have never confirmed this. We know it happened from people on the inside. But the Russians said, well, I mean, after all, who has a track record here, huh? Hmm? Why don't you ask the Americans why that turbine went down? And so, so anyway, it's, it, it, it's a big deal. It just hasn't happened yet. It, it's, it, it, you know, it's not going to happen to us because we don't rely on Russian natural gas. But for 300 million people, if you, if you think that freezing parents or parents of freezing children are going to say, yeah, let's continue sending howitzers to Ukraine. Uh, you, you know, you're sadly mistaken. So, and, and this is part of Putin's long game. As is, uh, and by the way, his embarrassment about having to fly to Tehran and beg for drones, um, he'll take it out, just not on the Iranians. Uh, well, we'll come back with that. Um, and uh, more, and the exactly the kind of people you expect to get virtue sterilized it's a, it's a new term to get virtue sterilized to um commemorate uh the supreme court's uh, roe v wade overturning uh, they are the kind of people you would hope would never reproduce anyway uh that and more um we'll be back right after the same 770 ktth uh, let's get you to work with the right way traffic Brian, do you want to take our off-air conversation on air? So it's called a tarantula hog. Uh, the, you had some handy it's tips a, for me so during the break there. Oh, no. some oh, Believe me. If I if I tell people the hack about wasps and uh, hornets... Uh, Might not be street legal. They'll call the <laughs> Department of Fish and Wildlife or some... I see. Complaint. Uh, speaking of complaints, so my, my evil plan... I, I, I went uh, and I, I saw a car I've been looking for for a long, long time at a used car lot. And it is said Toyota F, you know, the old school, that Toyota FJ Land Cruiser that they started remaking like in 2004 to about 2014. Oh yeah, it looks a little militaristic. Yeah, it, sure. it looks jeepy like a frog. Or something. I, I think they're really cool. They're also, they're, they're great for people with dogs, like all of Europe. Um, and uh, and all, you can literally open up all the doors and, and take a hose and clean the inside. And, so there's one sitting at a lot. 
because my my plan is because my 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 car car has to go in for about a week of service and or, or longer if you know at, at a time and date when they decide to call me back and say yes you know you can get in here and then you'll get out whatever so you can't rent a car these days especially here in the summer of 2022 when people are traveling again so my plan was well okay just buy a buy a car for a week and then sell it so something that's you know i'm as long as i don't lose more than what it would cost right now to rent a car if you can find a car available and so there there it was and then there were some other cars i'm talking to the guy and he's pointing to all these like chevy tahoes and all this stuff is he trying to upsell you well i i told him well you know i i used you know this car for my varmint and the two dogs and we uh, you know, we road trip and, and, and all this. So it's got to get me to work, but then also do this uh, stuff. And, and he said, Oh, well see that Ford excursion over there. It's only gone through two cats. And, and I'm like, well, yeah, cats. And, and then he's pointing to different cars, including the one I was looking at the Toyota. Every one of them had catalytic converters stolen out of them on the lot. Oh, seriously. Wow. Every one of them, and and I mean it's not going to surprise anybody, but uh, in a, in uh, the West Coast, most murdery stretch of highway is uh, State Highway Seven, and I know the exit says Mount Rainier, <laughs> whatever, but you have to go through Homicide Alley to get to Mount Rainier. If you're on the five twelve, the Puyallup Freeway, and you take uh, the seven south, welcome to Lakewood, and then welcome to Parkland. And then welcome to Spanaway, um, the West Coast most homicide stretch of highway. And so this was right off there. It was at it, it splits at what's called the Roy Y, the letter Y, Roy the Roy Y. And I don't know why there's not a roach coach called Dine at the Y, but uh, anyway. Um, so the guy, every car with clearance, every every suburban, Tahoe, whatever, anything with with sort of clearance had the catalytic converter sawed out of it. And I said, well, don't, don't you have a night security guy? And he said, he can't be out here in a minute 10. Uh, mm, he, he said, that's they, how quick they can They roll it. up, a guy gets out with a cordless, whatever it is, pipe saw. They roll under there and then <clears throat> drag it out. Uh, and that's, it's crazy. And so when he was saying cats, he wasn't referring to the feline Kitties. variety. This is slang in the industry for catalytic Little converter. Catalytic I did not know converter. this. Yeah. And and um, so they'd, they'd all been replaced with, you know, factory parts, the whole thing. But obviously, I didn't know. But if you're looking to buy a used car these days, it's an added cost. And and, and by the way, if you're selling a car, this is, this is a fun fact that he, that he uh, taught me, told me. If you're selling a car and your eyes are not on it, don't roll it out to your driveway with a sign in the window that says for sale. Because the next morning when you start it up, it'll sound like a Harley Davidson. It it will the cat converter will be cut out of it. And the, why do the for sale signs entice catalytic converters? Because they know more. no one's watching it. It's on your okay. front driveway or on your lawn or whatever, or you know, in the case of of, of Lakewood Park Parkland, it's on your lawn. Um, and uh, and they know you you went to work and you're just waiting for someone to call on that. Then the other one is going on Craigslist, checking for sale by owner, 
and seeing the photos that they put up of the cars um, and going there and taking the catalytic converter. So is this a new question we should be asking if we're in the market for a used car to potential sellers? We say, is this its original catalytic converter? Yeah. Or? Yes, absolutely. I, 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 you know, I knew this because I've been around the block with this controversy. I had one stolen out of an automobile in California and then had it. Re- and then the scumbag mechanic put a stolen one back in it. By the way, how much does that cost to get a new one? Put About in? 600 bucks. But if you pay cash, uh, he only yeah. charge, you know, and I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, what a scam. I'm saving money by paying cash. Well, he put a stolen one back in. He put it in badly. And they found this out at a Volvo repair uh, place in Stillicum, where the guy said, y- you know, this is. This this is not made in Sweden. And I'm like, but it, it should be. It's a Volvo. And and he said, yeah, no. And and uh, so I, I've had, it's on its third. This car, I'm trying to, you know, it's becoming more trouble than it's worth. But I don't know. You, you can, a lot of people are looking for used cars, you know, these days for reasons that I just outlined. I'm not the only one um, thinking of buying one for two weeks and flipping it or a month and flipping it. But, um this is what happens when you let people out of jail. That's kind of the bottom line. And 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 this guy confirmed. This guy who would know, the 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 lot owner. <clears throat> it's it's a handful of people that do ninety percent. It's not like some teenage kids go, oh, hey, we need some money so that we can go to the sock hop. <laughs> Let's go boost the catalytic converter. No, it's a gang of people that know what the hell they're doing. Um, and of all places, in peaceful Parkland. Um, uh, Back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. Ukraine may require a deep dive. Plus, know it all is coming up, and uh, the world's best doggy.